Hey, man. Oh, I didn't know you were starting now. <laughs> you were taking your time. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, you ready? Yeah, hold on. Hey, man. What's up, boo? <laughs> hey. Um, <laughs> got, a, got a question for you. Start over. Oh, um, okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. You busy chewing or something? Like, oh, you ready? Can I ask? Can I, I ask was you? Praying. Oh, can I ask you a question? I now? pray over every episode. <laughs> Before we start, I before you that. say hey man to me, I say hey man to God, you know? <laughs> okay, good. Perfect. Glad. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> hey yeah, man. what's hey, up? Hey man. <clears throat> hey man. What's going on? What's uh, the scuttlebutt? What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, as they say, as the kids say. No. What's lit, bro? Okay. Um, Yeet. Hey man. Hey, man. What's up, man? Have you ever heard of... I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm not even done yet. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't asked a question yet. Sorry, I forgot my line. <laughs> oh, okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Hey, man. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of D.B. Cooper? D.B. Cooper, that's a wrestler, right? No way. <laughs> it does kind of sound like one, but it's not. No, yeah, no, no. Monday Night Raw with D.B. Cooper. Two functioning parachutes. Ed called the FBI after watching it. I was like, hey, uh, that was my brother. I don't know, dude. I saw like Ocean's 12. They got away with that, right? He opens up his briefcase to show her his bomb. You did so much more work and effort than I did. <laughs> but I still have the same title. How's it feel? Things I learned last night. That's what it sounds like. You do that voice well. Yeah, yeah, I am the voice of WWE, <laughs> formerly WWF, formerly. but also the current WWF, which is like world, world, world. world it's like an foundation. animal, world wildlife an animal. foundation, wildlife foundation. That's right. Yep. 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 DB like Cooper is the president of both <laughs> <laughs> the WWE and the WWF. Yeah, you got it. You he's got like, it. he's like, you know what I care about? I care about two things in this world. I care about animals. And cage fights. I care about <laughs> animals and cage fights. Not together. Not together. Not yeah, not animal cage fights. No, 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 no. Animals okay. and cage fights. Do not mix them, Michael when, Vick. When animals cage fight, it's awful. But when humans cage fight, it's great. It's right. Great. I, have you ever seen the actual owner of the WWE walk into a room? Was it McMahon? Yeah. Yeah. And, and he, he walks that. like, ho, 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 ho. I just picture him walking through a zoo. Like, just so pumped. Just like, <laughs> just, ho, 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 I run ho, this. Ho. This this zoo is mine. DB. <laughs> DB Cooper, where you at? <laughs> yeah, he's scary. Yeah. Uh, not not who I'm talking about. Cool. Not, cool, who cool, cool. not even close. Not even close. Um, DB Cooper uh, is the alias of an unidentified man who is the the suspect in the only unsolved case of air piracy in aviation of history. what piracy air piracy so like like when if if you were to jump on napster you can pirate music right true you can jump on napster they had a tab for oxygen and you could pirate air and you could put air on a usb and you could breathe it <laughs> 
I was with you. I was with you until you said air on USB. I was like, they had a tab for oxygen. I was like, what? (laughs) Well, I was just lost on where DB Cooper fit into this. So DB Cooper is not as DB Cooper is the name that we gave this person. Yes. Well, sort of. We'll find out. Yeah. What does DB stand for? Uh, Database. Desmond Bryant. I nobody knows Um, because well, see, you're asking questions. Let me tell you the story. Okay. <laughs> so on the afternoon of Wednesday, November 24th, 1971, Thanksgiving Eve. So 1971. Yes. To be clear. Yes. 17 years after 1954. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Correct. So on the evening of November what? November 24th. Wednesday. On the evening of November 24th, 17 years after 1954. You do the math. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A man purchases an airline ticket um, under the alias Dan Cooper. Okay. So that's where. So when I said, what does DB Cooper stand for? You could have gone, well, Dan is the D. (laughs) Yeah. But you went, database. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, Durger burger. Uh, I don't know, man. Oh, 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 oh. Let me just tell you the story. Do you know? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Dan Cooper was the name that he gave. DB kind of came out of nowhere. No one really knows who gave him the name DB, but it just sounds a lot cooler than Dan. And so that's, that's stuck. true. That's yeah. stuck. Nobody ever in the actual No one wants event. to get ripped off by Dan. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Everyone's like, I'm someone's like, sure. oh, someone stole something from us. Uh, DB is DB. <laughs> DB, not Dan. Yeah. Um, but no. Yeah. So this guy. Uh, on November 24th, 1971 walks in to Portland international airport, identifies himself as Dan Cooper purchases for $20. I just want to acknowledge the fact that he bought a flight for $20. It was a quick flight to, from Portland to Seattle, but still $20 blows my mind. $20 cash, a 30 minute trip from Portland to Seattle. He was wearing a lightweight, uh, black raincoat loafers, uh, a dark suit, neatly pressed, uh, a collared white shirt, uh, a black clip on tie clip on. <laughs> I love that. That's like, that's a Dan move. This is my favorite part about Dan is that clip on tie uh, and sunglasses uh, described as being like in his mid forties uh, walks in, purchases this ticket, $20 cash. cash, $20 cash. Um, what was the last thing you bought for $20 cash? Oh, snap. Um, Man, I'd be hard pressed to tell you what the last thing I bought for cash was with cash. Hard pressed. Hard pressed. Okay. Hard pressed. <laughs> Sorry, that was a. I I don't know a song that does that. Actually, it just sounds like a punk rock thing. Like, like it's a go 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 go, and then it stops, and then the no, do it again, do it again, no, do it again. You can see it. Yeah. For that metal man that keeps listening to our podcast and keeps stealing our riffs, <laughs> keeps pirating our riffs, keeps air pirating, air pirating. <laughs> That's what it is. Is when you we're an air band, an air band. It's air pirating. <laughs> DB Cooper, <laughs> Dosh Barn. <laughs> <laughs> D. 
Josh Bard. Yeah. I thought it was very funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um so try the other things his name could be. Oh, Josh Bard. Yeah. Dan bought this flight for twenty dollars <laughs> Cooper. So uh homeboy gets on this Boeing seven twenty seven. Walks in, takes a seat in. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. Every time I've never flown Southwest Airlines and been like, "Yeah, I'm about to go hop on a Boeing 737." Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <said> plane. <laughs> Fair. Um, so he gets on the aircraft. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Sits in seat 18C. And like the fr- why do we know this much about him? Is that just when his ticket was issued? Yeah. HNC? Well, it, we've got a lot of information about him. We don't um, know who he is. No. Uh, so so he sits down in 18 C. Okay. I'm a little excited. Like, like the pure freaking animal. This guy is this clip on tie and sunglasses. Yeah. Lights himself a cigarette orders a bourbon and soda and kicks back for the flight, right? We know this much about him. Yeah. So he's sitting there smoking a cigarette, drinking his bourbon and soda. And about Dan halfway, Bourbon Cooper. Oh, there you go. That's you it. got it. Um, and so about halfway through the flight, he's sitting there. What? what? That was it. <laughs> the undertone in your it. voice I didn't like. <laughs> oh, you got it. So he sits in his flight. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. You're into your story. Derogatory. Your okay, story. okay. 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 You're okay. just excited. About halfway through the flight. Halfway through the flight. He's sitting there drinking his scotch. Halfway through the flight. Or his, his bourbon. Uh, smoking a cigarette and he leans over to the the hostess and he hands her a a note, a handwritten note, a folded up handwritten note. She smiles. She says, thank you. Slips it into her purse. And he, what does she think it is? His number? Yeah. It's, that's kind of what it seems like. She's just, I'm, I don't know. Maybe that happens a lot to hostesses. Maybe. Well, flight attendants used to be like the hot girls that used to be like, you say used to, that's offensive. Oh to my all gosh! Stop. Everywhere. Okay, no, but I'm saying like the way that um, it used to be like a, it used to be like pretty like they would yeah like the, it was a it was a pretty girls became flight yeah, attendants yeah. the way yeah. that like I don't know I, I don't want to use the word fetish but like mm-hmm. that kind of like uh, like a fantasy kind of thing of like oh that's flight like, attendants are attractive yeah that's why the like corporations would do they would look for. Attractive women to be flight attendants. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah. 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 I and, think you're right. And now those. <laughs> <laughs> They've just been flight attendants for a long time. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> like it's the same girls from the 60s. And they're very nice. Now they're just nice old ladies who are like, they hand it, the cookies on the flight. It's not offensive. Yeah. They're not. They, they're very nice. They're very nice. They're but you're beautiful. You're not giving them your number. They're beautiful. <laughs> I'm not giving them my number. I'm in a relationship. <laughs> okay. Um, Let's get out of this conversation. <laughs> so there's passes, no way for me to win. He passes her this note. Yes. Um, and she just slides it in her purse, which he didn't want her to do. He wanted her he to like, read it. Read the note. So, no so he joke. gave her another one. This is my favorite. Okay. So he slides slides her the note. She doesn't read it. And then he's like, he like stops her and he's like, miss, miss, you better take a look at that note. I have a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> What I just love <laughs> Dan <laughs> bomb Cooper. <laughs> I love how discreet he was. To he write was like, this hey, note. I wrote that. Is that what the note says? She opens it and it goes. I have a bomb and she's like, well, I mean, you just you just told me that like we 
You know? I love how he was like trying to be discreet. And when he's it doesn't like, work, he's like, hey, hey. He's like, he's like, mom, you're going to want to open that note. And she's like, what? And Joe puts it, you have a son. And she's like, what? Like, what? We skipped. We could have skipped that. Yeah, you did it. You called me mom. You didn't need to know. How did I not know as a woman that I gave birth to a son? (laughs) This whole thing is just getting weirder and weirder. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, son, your mom doesn't know about you. She doesn't know that we had you. You're gonna have to check well, it out. I am She's blindsided. <laughs> I have 15 kids. <laughs> oh my gosh! A woman always knows. Oh my goodness. Um. Yeah. And so, so she sits down next to him. Yeah. He's like, okay, and very calm, very calm. He. Was she very sits calm. down next. She to him. sits down next to him, and he opens the up the obvious response. Yeah, he opens up his briefcase to show her his bomb, which was like. Uh, like four red sticks with wires all over it inside of this briefcase. Like cartoon bomb. Like, <laughs> <Jimmy> <laughs> he opened it up. And he was like, uh, the, she's like, what's your name? He's like, well, my real name is Wiley Coyote. <laughs> but <I laughs> but you can Dan. call me Dan. <laughs> like four dynamite sticks and some string. It's not even, it's like, it's like uh, uh, it's paper towel. Yarn. It's paper. Yeah. Paper towel. Uh, cardboard things painted red painted and some red. yarn. And he's like, you're going to want to sit down. You're going to want to sit down. I have a bomb. I have a bomb, but read the note so we can be discreet. <laughs> she opens the note and goes, it's real. <laughs> it's like, okay. Written in crayon with his left hand because he's trying not to get the police on his scent with his right hand. <laughs> it's clever. That's a clever move. Um, okay, I guess I need to know what air piracy is. Are we going to get to that? Yeah, that's being a pirate in the sky. Shut up. Gosh. It, no, it really is. She opened the note and just said arg like what? <laughs> <laughs> Show me the treasure. Show yeah. me. Yeah, so well, so after closing the briefcase, he like showed her the bomb, mm-hmm. and then he stated his demands, which was two hundred thousand dollars in twenty dollar bills. And she's like, "Sir, I'm a flight attendant. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have that. Um, I can give you a complimentary soda. I, I can. <laughs> um, it's still the seventies, so you're allowed to smoke on this plane. So would you, you like can, another cigarette? Would you like, yeah, I could get you. Um, but yeah, 200,000. That was a, a pretty big ransom. That was one point two million dollars. Like, yeah, in, uh, that's enough for 10,000 flights transferred. <laughs> yeah, at that pro- I mean, yeah, from only from Portland to Seattle. <laughs> exactly. No round trips. <laughs> you got to fly 10,000 times to Seattle. Yep. Hike your way back. Yep. It's probably what you want to do. Um, and so basically what it was, he's like, he's like, we're going to land. You're going to have them bring $200,000 in $20 bills to me along with four parachutes, two primary and two reserve par- parachutes, a fuel truck standing by to refuel the aircraft upon arrival. Um, and then the pilots will stay with me and then everybody else can get off the ship or the ship. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. So you're everybody really buying into this. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. He's like, everyone else can uh, walk the plank. Yeah. Um, and so, so this guy's plan is to for them to land the plane, mm-hmm. deplane everybody, give him the money and some parachutes fly up and then he's going to obviously how many parachutes four 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 parachutes two primary and two reserve shoots. Um, so is that enough for two people to jump? Um, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't really know what favorite. the plan. The plan here was. So well, hold on, I'm chewing. Okay. We're already editing out sound. Welcome to Tillin ASMR. <laughs> we good to go. I'm gonna inhale this cheese dust. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So two hundred thousand. No, stop. Okay, so two functioning parachutes. Yeah. Two reserve. Mm-hmm. How many people are jumping out of the plane? I don't know. Just him. It seems like his plan was just him. Okay. But he wanted some backups, I guess. He's like, I'm gonna take another one with He's me. He's like, I need I need some options here. Um, one in the so, front, one in the back. Let's see. I'll sit on one. What happened? The other one over my head. Yeah. Just to be safe. <laughs> Homeboy's like, I've never done this before. I need as many options as I can get. Um, no. So he tells he tells the flight attendant. Flight attendant goes to the pilot to tell the pilot all of his demands. Yeah, because at that time the door wasn't like super locked. <laughs> super locked. <laughs> yeah, it was just. Yeah, um, you could just walk in there and be oh. like, "Hey, I'm just curious what you're doing up yeah. here," and you could just hang out in the cockpit for a little. At that bit. time, like, they didn't even have doors. Jabbar. What doors weren't invented yet? Yeah, no, no, no. The pilots would be up at the front with that big wooden wheel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, and they'd be like, uh, "Shift the the, the, the wheels. things." <laughs> Full speed ahead, or whatever I don't know. Ship boat captains things. say, "What are those things called?" My mind is batten just, down the hatches. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying to think of pirate speak, but <laughs> I couldn't think of any boat terms. <laughs> so send them to the hole. Uh, I don't know. It's been a, I wasn't allowed to watch Pirates of the Caribbean. I was the only pirates I know of are the ones who don't do anything. You know oh, what I'm saying? No, I okay. Um, <laughs> So, so, so they're up there. The psychology of Dan is one of my favorite things in the world right now um, because he, I, I described earlier that he was wearing sunglasses. That was a slight mistake. He wasn't wearing them yet. He had them in his briefcase. And so the flight attendant goes, tells the captain, she comes back and now he's wearing his sunglasses with his half drink bourbon and a cigarette. Now he's wearing and sunglasses. He's like, he's like, he's like, the heist is on. Did, you, did he say that? Yeah, probably. I mean, <laughs> he was there alone, but he probably was like the heist, was is, like, on. The heist is on. You know, no one's sitting next to him. Yeah, I, I guess not. I don't know. They never. I, I don't. He might have looked at the person next to him. <laughs> the heist is on. Yeah. Do you think they saw the bomb? <laughs> They're probably like, I'm a little. I, Someone run row back. I was <laughs> watching this whole conversation. Well, yeah, one row back was like, I saw the note. Um, <laughs> don't mean to eavesdrop, but uh, but. Is she getting the money? I heard you're getting two parachutes. I just don't know, <laughs> and that's know who you're choosing. We could split this in half. Yeah. You know. Um, no, so they actually like. <laughs> he leans forward and is like, Ahoy! Um. <laughs> Quick. Um, uh, ahoy. If I may. Uh. <laughs> I couldn't help but over here. Mm, yes. Uh, you're going to have some extra parachutes. I heard. Um, and a lot of money. Mm, I heard you're gonna have a lot of money, matey. Maybe. And- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So what they did is the FBI like was contacted. The president of Northwest Northwest Airlines was contacted, mm-hmm. and the president of the airline was like, "Yeah, sure, give him the money." 
Um, <laughs> it was like, it was fine. And so he goes what? and he's like, yeah, just take, take the money out of the bank account. Just give him the money, land this flight and we'll just be done with this. Well, I mean, I guess planes are obviously worth way more than 200,000. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And so he was like, he's like, yeah, just, just get this over with the FBI was like, okay. And so they went, um, and what the FBI did is they, they withdrew, all the money from banks around the Seattle area. And what they were doing is they were going from bank to bank, grabbing all $20 bills that started with the serial number with a letter L. So they could oh, track nice. his $20 bills. And they were taking photographs of yeah. each $20 bill they game. They got 10,000 twenty dollar bills and they were photographing them and so they were flying around Seattle just getting all this done right. as this flight's coming in to land in Seattle. So they left it left it um that's rotating. not a long flight. Yeah, they 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 made it like rotate Seattle a few times while they went and got all the money. He's like up there, like too, too drunk on bourbon <laughs> to know they're flying in circles. Yeah. He's like, "How long is this flight taking?" And the, man, and the lady comes over. She's like, "We're um, <clears throat> we're working on your money. Would you like another bourbon?" <laughs> she's know? like, "It's been about ten minutes." It's, you you know you really. Yeah. I, I'm sure the adrenaline's pumping because you're pulling yeah. off this heist. Yeah, you've been you're working doing a great job with this. You're heist. Dan, you're you amazing. Are just killing that. Dan right the man now. is what the pilots keep calling yeah. you. They keep saying <laughs> they keep saying, "How's Dan the man doing?" You know, Dan, you are awesome. Please Dan don't the blow man us up with the plan for the heist. Dan the man with the plan for the for the for this thievery and. Dan, uh, Dan, the man with the plan. When we land, going to Mexico, uh, to back to Portland. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. To spend all this money that the FBI definitely tracks. <laughs> um, and so, so they land, and they like the money. Lift this briefcase into the the aircraft. He counts it all, and he's like, "Okay." He lets all the passengers go, uh, the flight attendants go, and then him and the pilot stay to plan this flight plat flight path to flight plan. Yeah. To Mexico city, Mexico. Uh, oh, and he's like, he's like, okay, here's where we're going. They get the parachutes and he's like, okay, we're going to take off. We're going to leave the, the staircase down while we fly. And their traffic control was like, no, you can't do that. That's, that's not safe. And he's like, no, it's safe, but we don't have to argue with each other. So we'll, we'll put it back. Uh, (laughs) He was like, I'm right, but I'll do what you told me to do. (laughs) That's like a 14 year old who's like, okay, fine. I mean, I'm right, but whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. It's fine. So they take off. It's safe, but I've got a bomb. So you guys don't care about safety. Okay. Whatever. whatever. Uh, They're like, your bomb's not real, Dan. (laughs) Dan, we know the bomb's fake. I was like, hey, don't don't say that to him. (laughs) So, so uh, the pilots were like, hey, we're not going to make it to Mexico City. We're going to have to have a refuel point because this plane doesn't have that much of a range. Sure. And so they decided, Dan and the pilots decided, Let's stop in Reno, Nevada to refuel in Reno. And so they had that that plan. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, so they take off when they get in the air Two F 106s start following him. Another jet falls. At one point, there was five different jets tailing this like escorting it. Yeah. To Mexico City <laughs> and why everyone was just like, yeah, cool. cool. We'll just like, we'll whatever. Just, we're just gonna do this. Um, this is great. The FBI, they got the call. They were like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. There's a guy with a bomb on a plane right now. He and wants- they're like, uh, his name is Dan. Oh, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Cooper. Yeah. Let's escort him. Um, What's he want? 200,000 <laughs> minor league. Come on. And so he uh, <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I never noticed this. So I've been, I read this whole Wikipedia article a few times through because there's so much content in this. Um, And I just noticed that the picture of the plane, I, okay, there's a part of the story I have to tell before I can tell what this plane's doing. Um, So (laughs) he was like, can you guys make it do loop de loops? (laughs) (laughs) The plane's like upside down. And they're like, "Uh, air traffic control says it's not safe. I've got a bomb. All right, we'll do it. It's pretty safe. Uh, can you open up the can you stairs? Open up the stairs? <laughs> yeah, let the stairs out. Let's do some loop. Let those stairs dangle. <laughs> yeah, let's let them. It's perfectly safe. Okay, guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm the professional. <laughs> so at some point in the flight, see if you can do a loop. I'll see if I don't spill my bourbon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, close, guys. At some point in the flight, Dan Smith or Dan Smith, <laughs> Dan Cooper, uh, just decides, "Hi, right, it's time." Nobody knows exactly when he did this. Nobody knows exactly when he did this. Homeboy clips off his clip on tie, <laughs> drops it, <laughs> drops it in the aisle. Not gonna need this bad boy. <laughs> Opens up the back door of the plane and just jumps out and takes takes to the parachute. Oh, I'm glad you added out. that part. Yeah, <laughs> takes to the parachute, jumps out, clip on tie free. Um, <laughs> And he was that's like his calling card. Yeah, <laughs> he's left Please a clip on tie behind um, none of the other pilots of the five planes that were escorting saw him saw him jump the pilots in the in the plane aren't sure when he jumped. Um, they just know that he jumped and nobody's ever found him. They have n- wait what nobody's ever found him. Okay, so he just like does this whole thing and then while being tailed jumps from the plane. Nobody sees it. Nobody sees him jump because did, did they track the, the money. Here's the thing. It was raining. It was night. Um, and so they is in the rain. Yeah, he did never this, parachuted before as far as we know. We don't know. He's um, probably like a we're pretty sure he's he's never done it before because the conditions that night um, they said no experienced para para troop parachutist paratrooper. He's not a no, soldier. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Skydiver. Uh, <laughs> nobody who's done this before would say, hey, this is a good time to do this. Everyone would be like, ah, this is really sketchy. I'm not going to do that. Um, I, he probably died. Yeah, that's kind of one of the leading theories. So here's the thing. Yeah, FBI gets in the plane. They found 60 um, six pieces of evidence that they were like, yeah, we could put all this together, um, find this guy's fingerprints, track him down, but everything led to dead ends. Um, and so now I want to look at some of the best theories uh, that we have. Oh, it's a conspiracy one. <clears throat> sort of. Dum, dum, dum. We should have like a, a conspiracy <clears throat> soundtrack. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like flip over to me real quick and it'll be like this week on till and conspiracies and then I'll like get some like dramatic music and some lightning strikes or whatever. It won't be like that. It'll be like more like that's the legitimate sound. We use. We, you, you cut my hand out and just put my hand in. DB Cooper mastermind or clip on tie <laughs> entrepreneur. I don't know what to call him, but Hold anyways, so so the, the oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go back to the game. DB Cooper mastermind with a clip on tie. <laughs> <laughs> your hand would come down. You get it. Yeah, I get it. Um, 
So the gif, the gif is literally there's a gif on the site. Of the him, gif? Of, yeah, whatever. Of him jumping out of the plane. It's gif. I was just um, There's a gif of him jumping out of the plane? Yeah. I don't see anything. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, it takes time? Oh. You ever seen a fish poop before? <laughs> that's what that looks like. Just a little. I watched this through so many times and, and I never, saw, never that? saw that actually happen. I just thought that was a picture of the plane on the side. I know that's what I was looking at it and you were like, wait a minute. <laughs> he just, it just boop, boop. Um, so anyways, uh, so the sur- they started searching for the ransom money. They were like, "We're gonna we t- we plan for this. We plan for him to get away." Yeah, but if you don't know the money. where he jumped out, then he's got such a big because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he could have literally jumped out five minutes up in the air. Yeah, he's like, "There's no that was dumb. Like no one waited in the like in the uh, um, cabin with him." Well, I mean, he demanded that he was in there alone. So there's the pilots in the. <laughs> in the what? <clears throat> in the the, the captain's quarters. <laughs> <laughs> you know the the pilots are up there with their uh, big old map of the sea. You know, and they're you know, four degrees west. <laughs> uh, yeah. The pirate. The pilots didn't even have like a what's that that guy's name? Smeagol. Smeagol <laughs> from is that from Peter Pan? I don't know. <laughs> No, yeah. it's not. That's his name, right? Sme- Smeagol? Is that what that kid, that guy's name is? The, the, uh, don't do this to me. My phone's obviously uh, one of the cameras, so we can't obviously. look that up. <laughs> <laughs> no, look up the, the, uh, 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 um, Captain Hook and, uh, his sidekick. What's Captain Hook's sidekick's name? Captain Hooks? Yes. What? Frodo. No, shut up. Yeah, it's me. Smee. Okay. Smee. That's so uncreative. I knew it was like something in that. So, you know, Captain Hook or Smee, which one are you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me ask you this. How scared are you of crocodiles? Well. (laughs) Beat you to the joke. (laughs) Put that finger down. Which finger is that? Way to blur that out. Let me ask you this. Gosh, this is taking like 15 minutes to get your hand to your sleeve. I gotta do the other one. Um, we, we, you get a, Captain Hook has one hand, normal hand. He doesn't have two you don't know hook that? hands. Yes, I do know that. I've seen Peter Pan. You didn't, I knew you didn't even know Smee's name. I did. I just wasn't listening to you. <laughs> All right, man. Whenever you're ready. Let me ask you this. Huh? Yeah, what do you want to ask? Let me, me ask you this, okay, huh? What do you yeah, yeah I got I'll, a question for well, you. What is it? Yeah, let me ask you All right, something, okay? Okay. Let's, there you go. Let's see. You gotta me. button that back. Yeah. So, yeah, button that sleeve. Careful not to let your hands slip out. <laughs> what would you get to ask me? You ever heard of D B Cooper? <laughs> <laughs> How many hands do you have? <laughs> D B stands for don't don't rock the boat. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I 
<laughs> I knew that was dumb, but I figured that would get you, so it's okay. Oh, what a waste of uh, our whole afternoon. <laughs> Why do we do this podcast? Continue. Um. So, in so this happened in 1971, right? Yes. Nobody. 17 knew. years after 1954. Exactly. Um. Nine years after 1971. <laughs> in 1980, he did it again. No, oh, uh, there was a discovery uh, along the Columbia River of wads of $20 bills um, that apparently had washed up from the river. Uh, this guy died. Some kid find found find find it find it find it a bunch of these $20 bills. He find it from a parachuter. <laughs> yes, uh, so <laughs> A lot of people were saying, "Okay, that's where he must have ended up. Is somewhere in this valley." Yeah, it's called it's called the uh, Washougal Valley uh, in in Washington, because in Washington, um, if you want, so to he name jumps out early. You start with Wash, Washougal. Um, so in the Washougal Valley, yeah. that's why my son born up there is Wash Trevor. <laughs> exactly, um, it's pretty good. And so the the like big theory is that part of the reason why. We can't find any any further evidence. Is that in 1980, Mount St. Helens erupted and destroyed any physical evidence remaining of him in that area? Yeah. Um, but why they couldn't find him in the nine years between 71 and 80, I don't know. Probably because they didn't know the, the cash was there. They didn't know he was there yet. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, there's yeah, there's a lot of. I mean, there's like a big line that he could have been in. Yeah. So over over the course of the next few years, there was a lot of people that became uh, uh, suspects for being Dan Cooper. Okay. I want to go through a couple of them that I think are the most interesting um, and the most likely, uh, starting with one Barbara Dayton. Uh, uh, didn't see that coming, did you? No, Dan <laughs> Barbara Cooper. <laughs> That's what the barber stands for. The, the DB stands for. No, I got you. Dayton Barbara DB. Okay. Snap. Got um, her. <laughs> so uh, Barbara woman. So Barbara Dayton was a recreational pilot um, and a librarian who really, really wanted to be an airline pilot, but because of the um, sexism, yeah, the rampant sexism <laughs> of her day, the rampant <laughs> sexism, uh, she she couldn't. But get because job. of the patriarchy, uh, was unable to do that, <laughs> um, and so so she couldn't she couldn't work in um, in a, a, a aviation aviation like she wanted to. She did after she served as a Merchant Marine uh, during World War Two. Okay, uh, and then after that, she worked in this construction co- with this construction company, and she dealt with the explosives. So she would do a lot of the the ex- blowing up of things. Uh, okay, <laughs> they're like Barbara, Barbara, we need this to go boom boom, and she'd say, <laughs> she goes, you called Barbara boom boom. <laughs> I couldn't get it out. It was too funny to me. <laughs> well, she had to be like wait to be confused as a man named Dan. Mm-hmm. She's got to be pretty like she could be like well, you called Barbara boom boom. Yep. Yep. Boom boom Barbara. <laughs> she only said like three words. Well, here's the thing about Barbara. Barbara was born Robert Dayton. Ah, okay, um, that makes sense. Yeah, and so Robert Dayton served in World War II as a man, uh, and also Robert. in it, when he worked with explosives, he was Robert the man. Um, but in '69, he went a gen- underwent a gender reassignment surgery and took the name Barbara, and that's when 
um, he realized he couldn't get a job as a female pilot. Um, so, okay. So the motive was that he couldn't get his job as a pilot. He had experience in explosives. He had experience with, um, aviation. And so he said, okay, this is me getting back at the industry. I'm going to make a lot of money, uh, use my skills with bombs, um, and jump on this plane and be really weird. Uh, probably why he also couldn't use a normal tie, had to do a clip on tie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. Uh, and so, uh, would have been better if he wasn't wearing like a collared shirt, you know, just like a normal t-shirt with a clip on tie. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna make that the style. I'm gonna start doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not gonna, it's not gonna last. It's not gonna catch on, but I'm gonna do it. <laughs> when I was in high school, I wore bolo ties. Yeah, you did. Yeah, on Thursdays. What bolo tie Thursdays? Why? Uh, I just because yeah, I was I, whatever. Okay. We started. We started fanny pack Fridays. That then the makes school sense. was like, hey, we don't trust what you have in those fanny packs. <laughs> and you're like. I was like, I have a pocket Bible <laughs> and they were like, we trust you, Jaren, because you're 38 years old. All right. Um, so the reason why Dayton became a suspect is because she came forward and just said all of this. Um, one day she was just like, yeah, by the way, I'm DB Cooper. I did all this to get back at the airline industry since they wouldn't let me have a job to who? I don't know. Like someone was checking out a book at the library. And she's like, "Hey, FYI." She's like, "Hey, did you hear that news story?" No, uh, they're in the library, so she's whispering. Did you hear that news story? Well, I'm Nine years ago, Cooper. 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 That's how uh, she says coupon. I'm coupon. Coupon. Cooper. Cooper. I am DB Cooper. Um, the B stands for boom. <laughs> stands for darn boom, Cooper. Boom, boom, Barbara. Everyone was so confused why when Barbara, when you walked into the, the Portland Public Library, uh, Barbara, you would say, hello, Miss Barbara. She'd say, please call me boom, boom. Call me Every, boom, boom. Everyone was like, like, oh, that's weird. That's <laughs> a really weird nickname yeah. there, be boom, boom. <laughs> Okay, all right, sure, okay. Boom, boom, Barb. Boom, boom, Barb. <laughs> um, but the, I want to get a shirt that says that on it. Just like a picture of... <laughs> boom, boom, Barb. And it's like just... A fifties, like nineteen fifties looking woman, even though this isn't the fifties. Yeah, this is almost eighteen years after. <laughs> um, so that the FBI never commented on this. They were story. like, they heard her story. They were like, ah, uh, it's not her. <laughs> it's nah. definitely not. Nah. That's not. That's not it. Uh, but uh, she died in two thousand two. So if it is. Uh, she got away with it. Yeah, she got away with it. Uh, another interesting story, but no one ever spent the money <clears throat> that we know of. That we know of. She okay. claimed that she hid it in a cistern uh, near her house, which was never checked. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, I did this. The money's <laughs> this, out the there. The money's over this." And they were like, uh, <laughs> All right, nah, "Whatever, boom, yeah, boom. whatever. We got. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we got well, no other leads. Have fun, library. We've had <laughs> nobody else confess. We've got nothing else to go on." <laughs> But we don't believe you. So <laughs> you're why? Why don't we believe you? You're a woman, and it's 1970 <laughs> something. It is 1980, and you are the patriarchy's alive. So go back to the library, Barb. 
So here's another interesting. Uh, Why? Yeah, okay. Yes, interesting suspect. Here's another two. interesting suspect. His name is Richard Floyd McCoy Jr. He did it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know anything else about him, but uh, he's a junior and he's got a name like that. So <laughs> Richard Floyd McCoy. Yes, did it. Um, and so he was an interesting guy uh, because one, he fit the description, the physical description description of DB Cooper pretty well. He looked quite a bit yeah. like him. Um, Wore the same outfit every day. Yeah, actually, they were like, you um, should put a tie on. And he's like, I don't know how to tie a tie. They're like, we got him. We got him. That's him. We got him. Uh, so here, here's why McCoy became a suspect. McCoy Jr. But go ahead. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't want to put this on his dad. <laughs> uh, so this guy, a little bit of background on him. Yeah. He was an army veteran. A little bit of background. His dad's name, Richard. <laughs> That's all we got. That's all we got. That's it. Uh, that is, uh, that's Richard all Floyd we had to go. Oh, yes, you're telling me. You're telling me. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're telling me you got somebody who confessed <laughs> with full detail and told you where they hid the money, and then you've got Richard Floyd McCoy Jr. and you're gonna say, "Oh, the one with the money is credible." Get Richard get Floyd Richard McCoy Floyd Jr. McCoy over Lock here. him up. RFMJ. We gotta get this guy in. Here. RFMJ. <laughs> I mean, you don't just have a name like RFMJ and be like, that's not DB Cooper. <laughs> like, Take him down. Well, anyway, so he serves two tours of duty in Vietnam uh, as an army veteran. He was a demolition expert uh, in his first tour. The second tour, he served with the Green Berets as a helicopter pilot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, after his military service, he became a warrant officer with the Utah National Guard, an avid skydiver, um, and he one day wanted to be a Utah State Trooper. Uh, took a break from all of that, went to Brigham Young University uh, and started some studies on that. Yeah. <laughs> One year on spring break, uh, he goes to Denver, spends some time in Denver and then boards a plane back from Denver to Utah. Upon getting in the plane, um, he <laughs> he sits down in the seat wearing very similar clothes to what uh, D.B. Cooper was wearing. Okay. Passes a note to the flight attendant. Shut up. With saying that he has a bomb uh, in his briefcase. Shows under the briefcase. He has a bomb. Demands five hundred thousand dollars cash. Um, very very similar outline of what was going to happen. He was going to get a couple parachutes. They were going to land. He's going to let everyone off. He's going to get a couple parachutes, and they were going to leave. Wait, what? Yeah, very very similar requests. Uh, <laughs> Even had a clip on tie. I actually don't know that, but I gosh, if they knew, if they if he had a clip on tie, it's case. What year was this? Nineteen seventy two. So the next year he's trying to do it again. Nineteen seventy two on spring break. He's on spring break. Um, Yeah. And so, did they arrest him? Well, yeah, this guy got arrested. He went to prison. They caught this guy. Um, Yeah. So he did the. Well, okay. I guess if it's after, then yeah, never mind. Because he just looks like a copycat at that point. Yeah, so they they arrest this guy, um, but here's here's where things start to get a little shaky on this. the The officer um, uh, who caught him was like, "Yeah, we we caught we caught we got DB we got DB at the same time." He was like, "This is the same exact guy." Um, There are people who say um, who think there there was an object that was left behind by DB Cooper when he left the plane that has never been released. A lot of people speculate that that was a Brigham Young University thing. There's literally no reason to speculate that, but a lot of people do. Um, so I'll do what you will with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but 
here's the biggest issue. Yeah, if I ever commit a major crime, I'm going to leave a little pin from Evangel University. <laughs> <laughs> drop that in there. Throw this in there. People are like, oh, this person graduated from Evangel, and then that's going to rule me out because I did not. You didn't graduate, but Evangel says you did. No, they said we're alumni. Yeah, different. So, well, it's stupid. Um, yeah, we're both alumni, Tim. You did so much more work and effort than I did, <laughs> but I still have the same title. How's it feel? Oh, whatever. Um, and, and so, like, it's really interesting because uh, uh, he goes to prison. He actually the, the story of gets out of prison. Yeah. So McCoy, two thousand seven <laughs> boards a flight. All right. <laughs> Slips a note to the to the 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 flight attendant, mm-hmm. and then the air marshal tased him in the neck. All right. So now. <laughs> Now he's back in prison. Yeah. All right. And it makes sense because I feel like we should we should automatically arrest anybody with a name that prisony. <laughs> All right. You know, <laughs> Richard Floyd McCoy <laughs> is a pretty prisony name. Yeah. So he's now in jail again. Well, so he got arrested, received a 45 year sentence. Two okay. years later, he escapes from prison. Um, he escaped. Yeah. All right. Um, because, because he opened the back door of the prison. <laughs> And parachuted out. <laughs> Pretty similar. Uh, so he actually went out the back door of uh, the prison and snuck into a garbage truck. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then three la- three months later, though, he was tracked down by FBI agents in Virginia Beach, where he got into a shootout and was shot and killed by the FBI. Um, oh. And so some people think that they got they got DB Cooper when they got him. Uh, the problem is the FBI has ruled him out because they think that um, DB. Cooper was not a skilled jumper. They they're convinced that he was not a skilled jumper um, because he wouldn't have done it in the rain. Yeah, he wouldn't have done it in the rain. He wouldn't have done it at night. He wouldn't have done it where they did it. They wouldn't have done it at the altitude at the at the speed that they were flying. Um, there was just a lot of things that were like if this guy was a, as yeah. skilled as <clears throat> Richard McCoy was, he just wouldn't have done it this way. Uh, it couldn't be the same person. Um, they said that the jump is what rules him out because his jump was too skilled. It's too dumb. Uh, well, Richards was too skilled. <laughs> DBs was too stupid. Um, they're like, it's not the same guy. Uh, Wait, but did Richard jump out of the plane when he did his bomb? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. Seventy two. Yeah, yeah, he bailed out too. He jumped. They out made. Too. He made it that far. Yeah, he jumped out. They didn't yeah, arrest they landed, him with the money. They landed. Um, yeah, they let him. They were like, they're like, yeah, this happened last year, but we'll let you go. We get. They gave him the money too. They gave him the money. He jumped out. They got him after the FBI. Gosh, they trailed him. They were like Dan Cooper again. This guy. <laughs> this guy. Like, why are you calling this guy us? One more time. Shut up. Give him the money. Like. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, what? What were they doing in the 70s? <laughs> what was the, was what like, was ah, the FBI? Get the guy the money, man. They were just like, ah, yeah. You could probably like get the FBI at their staff Christmas party, walk in the middle of the party, shoot somebody in the face, yeah. and they'd be like, well, we got to investigate this murder. <laughs> <laughs> and like, they saw you do it. <laughs> uh, we can't, we can't say know. that for sure. What's you know? his name? Uh, his, his name is uh, Bob. <laughs> Bob. Uh, his name is <laughs> Boom Boom. <laughs> I was trying to think of seventies names. Uh, his name is uh, Bob Wallman. Yeah, and they were like, ah, it doesn't sound like a prisony name. Yeah, he could have committed this murder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seems too skilled. Yep. Uh, and so, so here's another on that same co- top topic of skilled paratroopers. Uh, another suspect was Kenneth Christensen. Um, yeah, I didn't do it. <laughs> it's on his name alone, dude. 
I can tell you, this is I'm, dude. I make a good cop. You just, put, <laughs> you, just put, you put a list of names in front of me. I will tell you which one did it. Okay, um, Kenneth Christensen. Yeah, Kenneth Christensen. That guy serves at the local nursing home every Saturday morning. <laughs> he makes apple cider for your grandma Janice. All right, <laughs> Kenneth is a good man. Um, He's a janitor at the middle school. Shows up faithfully serving those students every week. Yeah. Okay. Well, in 2003, Kenneth became one of the leading suspects. He did it in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it all along, honestly. <laughs> because uh, a Minnesota resident resident named Lyle Christensen um, watched uh, Lyle. Lyle, dude, his brother-in-law. <laughs> no, Christensen. Uh, Lyle Christensen watched a TV documentary about the Cooper hijacking and was like. Yeah, that's my brother Kenneth. Uh, and called the FBI after watching it. It was like, hey, uh, that was my brother. Uh, this DB Cooper's dude, definitely my brother. Um, and so they were like, well, pff, what makes you think that? And he told them, and they're like, ah, eh, probably not. And so then he calls a uh, film director, Nora Ephron, uh, in the hopes that uh, yeah, Zach's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I know Nora. Um, and then they put all these like. These all these like because uh, she made a documentary about him, yep. right? And then they were well, like, "Well, so go with me." So Nora okay. makes <laughs> Nora makes the documentary, yeah. and then as an effort to uh, advertise her documentary uh, in two thousand seven, yeah. a film with her son came out, and they did songs like "We're Soaring, <laughs> Flying," Kenneth Christensen is DB Cooper. Yeah, that's like in the song. And I was always confused. I was like, this is a weird line in the song. Doesn't seem to have anything to do with the storyline. Where does that fit in with Sharpay? Where does that fit in with Ryan? What does that have to do with the love between him and Gabriella? But it, it makes a lot of sense now. Because <laughs> Nora Ephron was trying to get Kenneth Christensen put away for this. <laughs> hey, dude, go back and listen to it. It's in, it's in the sequel, too, all right? It's like oh bad on God. it, bad on it. Kenneth Christensen did that. Yeah, it's in the song, dude. Um, okay, so bad on DB. That's but here's the thing with Kenneth. Got it. So well, he contacts Nora. I still Nora think he did it. Nora didn't make a movie about him. Nora okay. was like, I don't want to make this movie, but she calls a PI in New York City um, to investigate. This detective does the investigation, writes a book. He's like, he's like, yeah, this guy totally did it. So he writes a book outlining why he thinks that Kenneth should have given Kenneth the book deal, and he would have written a book called If I Did It. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing: Kenneth is dead at this point. Um, oh, really? Yeah, Kenneth died in '94. Wild shot think. him. <laughs> what? Well, I was like, you're not gonna do anything about this, Nora. Lyle was like, Lyle was like, we said we were going to split the profits, and you didn't. You don't hold up your end of the deal. I leaned over that. My profits are in the river. <laughs> you let him fall. I leaned over that seat, and the day I met you, brother. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> they're just trying to pretend like they're not siblings the whole flight. Ahoy, stranger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Remember when you jump, X marks the spot. <laughs> um, so, so here's the thing that's that's, that's crazy. who the second pair the parachute was for. Yeah, it was for his brother Lyle, Everyone's, who yeah. was hiding in the carry on bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lyle is much shorter than his brother. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, yeah. So uh, here, here's so Lyle calls in what year is this? In 2003, 
he calls into he calls the FBI in 2003. Yeah, in 2003, he's like, yeah, that was definitely my brother. Yeah. And so here's here's all the evidence Dude, that mounts up. He died eight years before that. Why not just okay? Anyway, go ahead. So so here's the thing. So in '54, uh, Kenneth uh, Kenneth Christensen got a job for Northwest Airlines, um, working as a mechanic. So he was f- traveling all over yeah. the Northwest, the Pacific Northwest, where they were based, working on their different planes. Um, he was also um, a, a smoker. Uh, he was an avid. Um, <laughs> that's the only thing his brother went on. <laughs> I heard that this guy smoked cigarettes, and my brother, like everyone else in the seventies, smoked cigarettes. I'm pretty sure that was him. <laughs> he smoked. Uh, his favorite beverage was bourbon. Um, he was left-handed, which uh, people. Uh, uh, assume based on uh, <laughs> some evidence uh, that <laughs> DB Cooper clipped his tongue with his left hand. <laughs> what evidence? I don't know. Did um, he have like grease stains on the tongue? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're pretty sure he clips this off with his left hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, his brother, his brother Clip was on tie? That's such a lefty uh, move. <laughs> here's, here's another thing. Um, he actually was in the army and he was trained as a paratrooper. Okay. Um, and uh, he was about 45. But the FBI will rule that out. They'll be like, no, 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 no. If he had known what he True. was doing. True. Then it wouldn't have been him. Um, but that's another. That was why. Uh, 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 what's his face? Uh, Lyle really thought that it was his brother. Yeah. Because he was a paratrooper. Uh, he was also 45 at the time of the hijacking, okay. which witnesses mid-40s. said probably mid 40s. Um, and so and then when a photo, he's like, dude, and he put on those sunglasses. That's such a Kenneth move. <laughs> he always Kenneth did. would always just try to be like, okay. <laughs> Kenneth would always walk around saying things like the heist is on. <laughs> I don't know. He always said that and none of us ever understood. He had it tattooed on his lower back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he, here's 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 a couple kickers though. So those okay. things are like eh, maybe, oh, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, here's a couple kickers uh, when the flight attendant who spoke to DB Cooper was shown a picture of Kenneth uh, Christensen. She said out of everyone I've seen, he looks the most like DB Cooper, but she said, but I cannot say for sure, but she said he matches the most of what I remember. Okay, uh, and then but at this point she's old <laughs> at this point. She is pretty old. It's been <laughs> it's been 30 years since 30, she's seen somebody years. Yeah, yeah, she's had a lot of people slip her uh, notes, notes to say I have a bomb. <laughs> you have a bomb. <laughs> Slipper notes. She doesn't read them. They say, "Excuse me, Miss. I have a bomb." And then, then well, she like, reads. She oh. read them, and she went, "Oh, it says you're the bomb." Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. And then DB was like, "Ma'am, <laughs> <laughs> I think you took that as a compliment, but I need you to read it again." <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, you're the bomb, ma'am." Um. So and then, uh, reportedly, Christensen, Kenneth. Christensen, not Lyle. Christensen, <laughs> comma Kenneth. Go ahead. Comma Kenneth. Uh, a few months after the seventy-one hijacking, yeah, purchased the house with cash, um, and when he died of cancer in nineteen ninety-four, he told his brother Lyle on his deathbed as he died, he leaned in and said, "Lyle, there's there's something you should know," and he said, <laughs> "He said, I have a bomb." <laughs> In the hospital, <laughs> it's, under, it's under the bed. <laughs> if I don't get two hundred thousand dollars, or I'll die. <laughs> 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 
have I told you that I have my last words planned out? Like if I die old, surrounded by my family, I have my last words last planned, words planned out. out. Yeah, already? but I told you this before. That's early. I know, but I mean, like it's funny. Yeah. Uh, like what are they? Well, I want to gather my kids and my grandkids and my wife. You know, I assume she'll outlive me. Yeah. And uh, we're gathered around me as I'm dying, and I'm gonna pull my oldest uh, close. I'm gonna say, listen. <laughs> I have like 60 something. I have maybe 20 years to do this without a straight face. I'm going to die young. Uh, I'm going to say, listen, there's $1.5 million buried in a field. (laughs) Write this down. Okay. (laughs) You're going to get in the car. You're going to drive 13 miles north on highway 13. All right. You're going to take a sharp left. There's not a road, but you'll see a worn pathway. Drive down the pathway. 1.5. Three miles. <laughs> Just do this whole, and there's gonna be a little road. Get on that road. Drive 27 miles north. Just out to the. And Just then, ridiculous. Oh, this whole long description. Yeah. I'm gonna say you're gonna find a field. In the field, there's a tree. From the tree, takes 27 steps east. And then from that. And then just die. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then just, just die. And then just die. <laughs> and be like, well, it's time to die now. Yeah. And just like force your death. And then, yeah, and just close my eyes. <laughs> just, <laughs> like not even die. I'll just dad, be like, and then. Dad, I know you're alive. Your pulse is still going. Dad. 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 dad mom. Get mom, him. The, he's doing. Yeah. And they come and shock me with the thing. <laughs> 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 like, my, my kids would 100% be the type who would just be like, we got this. No crap. The defibrillator. And be like, jick. <laughs> 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 like tell us where the money is, you old sack of crap. <laughs> tell us where the money because my kids will be greedy. My kids will. My kids are gonna suck as people for sure. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Like, okay, here's a joke. Here's a joke. Here's a joke. I'm not really dead. That's how I'm gonna die. Yelling, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. And then that's how I die. That's a perfect death. I know. That's. I mean, I, it's either that or like when I'm in my 40s, I'm at Cracker Barrel with my family <laughs> and I choke on a piece of chicken and my yeah. wife thinks I'm playing a game. You know, <laughs> like, I'm just sitting there like Aaron, <laughs> stop. the waitress comes over to help and my wife. He's he's he's, he's doing fine. his he's dumb. Doing he's a bit. all right, Jaren. Right, and then Jaren, I die what? in Cracker Barrel. <laughs> An honorable death. Honorable death. Here lies Myers, <laughs> comma, Jaren. <laughs> Might be DB Cooper. We don't know. Well, you know the evidence. <laughs> he was left-handed. Yeah. Also, was born 23 years <laughs> after the incident. Seems to make a lot of sense. Probably the guy. Um, no, but so uh, he, here's here's one of the things that so on his deathbed, what did he say to his brother? Oh yeah, yeah I yeah, cut yeah. you so off. He leans in. He's like he's like Lyle. He's like, there's something you should know, but I can't tell you. And then dies. <laughs> that is what happened. That is what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. That's why so, I, I want to do that to my family. That's so funny. I was like, I always wondered what he meant. He's like, I always liked Kenneth. He's like, he's like, but it's got. He's like, it's got to be. He he did the the. He's DB. Yeah, DB Cooper jumps straight to my brother's a criminal. That's mm-hmm. what he's got to tell me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not hey, there's something I tell you. Yep, I love yep. you. Mm-hmm. I've always loved you. It's mm-hmm. like something I tell you. I committed this crime. I committed this crime. No, yeah. Wow. And so after his death, his family like did what families do. They go through his house. They found. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they did the first thing. Didn't even go say hi to him. Didn't visit his grave. Went through his house. <laughs> I'll get to dig through his house now. You know, they did what all families do. They sold his belongings. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's so what sad. they really do. Uh, and so they go through, they found uh, gold coins, a valuable stamp collection. I don't know what that means because uh, stamps aren't worth much. Uh, so you got to have a lot. Some of them are worth like 17 cents. <laughs> so a valuable stamp collection. And can you imagine uh, pirating a plane to buy stamps? <laughs> Like DB, why are you doing this? And he's like, "Well, <laughs> gotta buy stamps, bro." Hey, Margaret, uh, <laughs> this new stamp just got released uh, uh, from, from the post office, yeah. but it's uh, it's two hundred thousand dollars. Can I buy it? Hey, Barbara, I'd like to rent this book about stamps. <laughs> Please call me Boom Boom. Here's your stamp book. <laughs> uh, boom Boom and Stamp Stamp. <laughs> You know, there was a duo. Boom Boom was the flight attendant. <laughs> you know, that makes a lot it's of a sense. It's a full now. team. It's a full team. And that's yeah. why. Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> and $200,000 in a bank account. They found $200,000 in a bank account mm-hmm, that they didn't know he had. Um, they also found an, a folder full of Northwest Airlines news clippings um, from around the time of the hijacking. So he's just got a lot of weird stuff where you're like, this is this guy. Okay, did this you know. But here's a new plan for my family. All right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Let's get more detailed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Is that if I'm this guy, I'm gonna find a crime that hasn't been solved, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna frame myself for it. That way, when I die, my family finds all this evidence. That they're like, <laughs> wait a minute. I think did did was Jared? our dad the Zodiac killer? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, whoa! This and I can Photoshop news articles. I can do a whole thing. And like, wait, 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 we th- what? Here's here's what's interesting about this. Uh, Kenneth worked for Northwest Airlines before the event. Yeah, worked for them many years after the event. But in 1971, the news clipping stopped. Uh, he had been collecting them, keeping them in this folder. In 1971, he stopped collecting them all of a sudden, and but he still had the folder. So there's just so much that's like. This guy, pretty sure he did it. This guy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> He's left-handed, which we're pretty sure DB Cooper is left-handed. Pretty sure, based pretty on the clip sure. on time. <laughs> well, I told you earlier. You know when he wrote with his left hand on the the note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. Um, is there any more suspects? Yeah, there's there's actually one. Well, there's a lot more, but there's one more I want to look at. Okay, uh, so the FBI rules him out um, because well, they later learned that he didn't pay cash for the house. He had a mortgage. Took him 17 years to pay it off. Um, <laughs> he just told his family his cash. <laughs> yeah, because he's he, I, I don't know. Lyle was like he paid for that in cash and they're like Lyle. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like that didn't happen. It's not um, accurate. And then they actually went back and talking to other eyewitnesses. They said that his physical description was a poor match to him. It was just that flight attendant who thought that he was a really good match. Okay. Everyone else was like, we don't think he matches. Also, he was an expert skydiver and they really don't think DB Cooper. They really ruled that they out. Really are pretty positive. He's not an expert skydiver. Yeah, and so they ruled him out. Um, he's also dead, so they can't put him in prison. So they were like, yeah, it can't be that guy. Um, <laughs> they just, all Fair. they want to put, do is put someone in jail. Um, <laughs> Here's another one I really like. <laughs> Here's one I'm a big fan of. Uh, uh, so, uh, <laughs> Dwayne L. Weber. Dwayne L. Weber. Oh no, no, this guy's a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
so in 1945 to 1968, uh, well, he, he served in World War II. He was an army vet. vet. Okay. Um, and then from World War, from World War II, I almost said World War Four. World War Four. <laughs> From 1944 to 1968, um, he served time in at least six different prisons um, for crimes such as burglary, forgery, all these different random crimes. You know. Okay. Um, and but then after 68, he kind of seems like he turns his life around, meets his girl, gets married, um, and then again on his deathbed in 1995. Yeah. Said, "Honey, I need to tell you something." And she leaned in and he's like, can you smell what the rock is cooking? Because <laughs> <And then he laughs> <died>. DB <laughs> Cooper is also the WWF guy. That's what that joke was. There you go. There you go. Um, and so uh, he leans over to her on his deathbed and says, honey, I need to tell you something. She's like, yeah. And he's like, I am Dan Cooper. <laughs> he says it. He says, I am Dan Cooper. And then dies, and uh, she's like, "Who's Dan Cooper?" <laughs> that's actually exactly right. She has no idea who this guy is. She's like, "Okay, um, no, you're Dwayne. You're Dwayne, Dwayne L. Weber, Dwayne Weber, my husband." Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and so uh, she then, after his death, goes to the local ri- libraries to start doing some research on she's who like, Dan Cooper is. Barb, I have a question. <laughs> hey, boom, boom. They're, hey, they're good friends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boom, boom. Oh. <laughs> Oh, hey there, Stamp Stamp. Sorry, I'm here. To, I'm just here trying to figure some stuff out. This all takes place in the same very small town where everybody knows each other. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, and so uh, she she does some research on him. She finds a book where she finds this book about D.B. Cooper. Yeah. Um, and the one that uh, Nora Ephron's friend, the P.I. guy yeah, wrote. actually. Um no, it's not. Oh, um, okay. well, I mean, no, I don't actually me. That was a real. Okay. Well, that was that mm, happened in like 2002. This one is 1994. You're um, right. So it's okay. many years later, but it's a different book about the same incident, uh, and she discovers her husband's handwriting in in the margins of this book that she checked out, and but she said that it was illegible. She couldn't read it. She couldn't read what he was writing, but she's like, that's definitely his handwriting. I had never been able to figure it out, but that's definitely his handwriting. Um, what? And so it's ill. It in ill. Well. What? That me saying that word was illegible. <laughs> like that was. <laughs> um. So, uh, and then she rec- she started to recall a few things that pointed towards him being okay. actually DB Cooper. Well, one, he loved bourbon. He was a chain smoker. Left-handed, loved clip-on ties. That's loved clip-on. Had a tip-on. Had a tip-on. A clip-on tie collection. Uh, (laughs) A tip-on tie connection. He actually he had this knee injury that he told her he got from jumping out of an airplane. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I got this from jumping out of an airplane, and she was like, "Huh? Oh, weird." Never, yeah, never pressed anymore on. Well, yeah, tell me about that. Uh, no, she's just like, okay. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like you had an exciting life before you met me. Yeah, um, and then there was uh, he used to have nightmares where he would talk in his sleep and talk about um, in, in what he would say <laughs> in his sleep. He'd be like, check the note again, check. Ma'am, I have bum. Like, bum, bum. It's real. <laughs> she thought he was having an affair because uh, he just kept saying bomb. Uh, he kept saying boom, boom, and she was like, <laughs> boom, boom. freaking far. 
uh, no, but uh, he was saying things like in his sleep, he was saying things like he was worried that he left fingerprints um, on the on the plane. He's like, I left fingerprints on the plane. Dude. I left fingerprints on the plane. Like having these nightmares. Saying if my stuff like wife that. said anything <laughs> like, I left my fingerprints there. I would call the FBI <laughs> the next morning. Like, no, right, probably right then. I think the FBI would show up and like I would be like, okay, well, let's wait till so she listen. wakes up. <laughs> yeah, I heard you can't wake them up. Yeah, I heard it's that's really a, bad. that's really bad, yeah. especially. I, I heard it's really rude. Yeah, it's, well, and she's crazy in the morning, so let's let her get up. Um, I don't know. I'm the only one in this room not married now, so. <laughs> Alex got married this yeah, weekend. He did. He did. He's over there. Like, Who's Alex? He's some person. <laughs> it's it's the ethereal being that that <laughs> leads our podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're just talking these. My Alex actually is Alex. in this microphone. Alex is in the microphone. Uh, if it weren't for Alex, none of this would be yeah. possible. Thank His you, wife Alex. is in that one, and yeah. it's like a, they are. That's that's how they met. They got connected. That's how they met was on our, on our our sets. Like it was just a miracle that I bought these two microphones. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, beautiful. (laughs) Um, Does your wife talk about fingerprints? Well, you only been married for like four days, so (laughs) give it some time, bro. (laughs) If she says something, you got trouble. Um, So, uh, (laughs) and then in another Odd circumstance in 1979. Yeah, they took a vacation um, to the valley outside of Seattle near the Columbia River, where one day um, <laughs> Dwayne was like, "I gotta take a walk," and he walks along the river out to the Tina Bar area, which was where the the money was discovered, um, and was gone for hours, and then came back. <sighs> okay, and so Dwayne has a lot of things that are like, eh, "It's kind of fishy, Dwayne." It's a little. Not to mention the part where he said, I'm Dan Cooper. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> but we also have a confession from Barb. True. You know, true. And we've also but got a Barb. guy named Richard Floyd McCoy <laughs> Jr. So there's a lot to Kenneth weigh in is here. also left handed. Yeah, Christian comma Kenneth <laughs> is not the, not the guy. Rolled out. Um, yeah, and so, but here's the thing. The FBI... Uh, eliminated Weber as a suspect in July of 1998 because they said his fingerprints didn't match the fing- any fingerprints that they found on the plane. Um, they also had no other direct evidence other than the hearsay of his wife. But they have fingerprints. They did. Yeah. And they couldn't. Nope. Trace any of the, the other other suspects. I know. Is that what's crazy? Okay, um, but here's what I'm. This is an inside job. Okay, because FBI is just like give them the money. Let's go. Give them the money. We're out. But they did it to the other guy that they killed later. Yeah. And why, why would they do it twice? Richard, if it was yeah, Richard, no. no, which one did which one died? Yeah, Richard yeah, Floyd was, McCoy yeah, Jr. Richard Floyd McCoy, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, and I, they got him. I think that was just common practice at the time. Was yeah, just give him the money. We'll we'll sort it out later. Sure, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll mark it off as an expense on our taxes. <laughs> oh, uh, it looks like you guys spent one point seven million dollars this year. Yeah, those are hostage situations. <laughs> like, did you guys catch the people? No, we just. Gave him the money. We just gave him the money. Yeah, that's how. <laughs> that's how hostage situations work. You just give them money. All the people are alive, and they might so. let the hostages go. So yeah. Yeah. we only had one guy kill all the hostages <laughs> and so take the just, money too. So I mean, that's a pretty good success rate. I mean, honestly, we were selling. We had we bought cake. I mean, we were two for three. So yeah, like, two for three. good odds. 
<laughs> so I mean, and, and you know, I mean, one of them got away. So I guess we were one for yeah, three. We were, but as the hostages survived twice. But we've got like a long list of nine suspects. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sure we're never going to narrow this down. <laughs> Um, and then they later they later did some DNA tests on uh, the Cooper's tie, and it didn't match Dwayne's DNA either. Okay, and so they're like, "This can't be him." The bureau also later was like, "Yeah, we can't be positive that the DNA on the tie was DB Cooper's either," because um, it's just a clip-on tie. <laughs> you know how many you know how many children mess around with clip-on ties in the store. You you don't know who who's gonna do that. So we we there's just really no idea. All of these sound like they could be. Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot more that I haven't gone to that pretty much all of the suspects are like, yeah, that sounds likely, but the FBI has ruled them out for various reasons. Um, and in 2016, they eventually they officially said, okay, we're we're closing active. Um, it's closed. Yeah, active search on it. If something comes up, they can open it. It's not like completely case closed. Yeah, but they're not actively searching anymore like they were, um, which is pretty crazy. It's the only. Um, the only time that uh, hijacking happened and it hasn't been solved. In fact, it's one of the. It, it, I think it, they said in something I read that it's the only heist in the America in the nation of <laughs> the United Nations. It's the only heist in the Americas. <clears throat> it's the only heist that like the person got away with it. Yeah, and we never solved. Really, it's like currently still open. I don't know, dude. I saw like Ocean's Twelve. They got away with that, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. They didn't. Oh, maybe Isn't I didn't crazy? see Ocean's Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I didn't see it. Isn't that crazy though? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of uh, um, stuff has. A lot of books have been written. A lot yeah. of documentaries have happened. A lot of movies and TV shows have kind of nodded to DB Cooper. We've been like. <laughs> DB. Um, he's like their producer now. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he's like, hey, you have to acknowledge me in this. Right. Um, or I'm going to throw you, throw you out of a plane. Uh, but here's the thing. Um, for all we know, this guy could still be walking around super rich somewhere. Probably dead, but yeah, most likely dead. Um, or, or <laughs> I'm ready to hear this. Or. He's slamming people through tables on Monday Night Raw <laughs> right in front of our eyes. He took the $200,000 started a wrestling federation. Okay at the time. All right. Now you got to think about earlier before federation WWF, was okay? an acceptable word. <laughs> yeah, that's why they changed it. So uh, <laughs> so before it was like wrestling, you know, the Pacific wrestling yeah. team or whatever, and then he brought them all together yeah. and they were like worldwide. They were like uh, McMahon. Where did you get this money from? <laughs> And like that's why he walks weird. Yeah, he like he, he, land, he land, Yeah, it was no parachute. Just <laughs> straight up jumped out of the plane, landed, landed river. on a table. All right, and then was like, He's like, "Wait a minute, this could work." What if? Can I replicate that? Can we wear tight underwear? He's like, "I got a lot of money now." He's like, "A little bit of it floated away, but <laughs> I've got enough. I might be able to start this." When did the WWF start? Dude, if it's if it's 1972, I'm gonna lose my mind. It's not. It's like 1991. Here we go. Here we go. It's the ah, not the World Wildlife Fund. <laughs> I gotta change that to the E just for the sake of this. We all know it's actually. We know it's WWF. WWF. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
What year is it? I'm a little confused. Okay. Um, cause there's two years here as the founding. Sure. Um, it was founded in 1952 as Capital Wrestling Corp. Okay. And then refounded in 1980. Mm. Right after Dwayne Weber went up the, the, the river to where he left it. Yeah. But uh, I mean, Dwayne isn't that guy. So Dwayne funded it. <laughs> it's world wrestling. The F stands for fiddle off, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. 